Episode 81 of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast, an interview with professional pitch coach from the UK, Martin Barnes. Well, welcome to another episode of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast. I'm Tom Claremont, a small business startup coach. The purpose of the podcast is to help you turn your dream of having a small business into a reality and to provide you with enough tips and tools so that when you finally decide it's time to launch, you'll be more profitable quicker because you built that solid foundation for the business. Now, maybe you're making a later in life pivot and you'd like to retire with purpose and live life doing something meaningful. Well, whatever the reason you're here, glad to have you. Welcome. Hope to provide enough value for you and helpful content so that you'll subscribe and automatically get all the new episodes. So let's dive in. Very pleased to have with us today, Martin Barnes, the startup pitch coach. Do you have a small business, but pitching makes you feel anxious at the thought of being the center of attention? Are you a bit confused about how to simplify your message? Maybe a little tongue-tied, struggling to express yourself. Do you turn down the opportunity to pitch because you feel your pitch isn't ready? Well, those feelings, struggles, and roadblocks can change real fast with Martin's help. Feeling anxious or confused, tongue-tied, or turning down opportunities will soon be a thing of the past. Martin will help you flip the anxiety to anticipation so you'll relish every pitch. Craft a message so clear people will be pitching your pitch back to you. Speak with charisma and personality, making you magnetic. So after working with Martin, you'll make the stage yours and never give the moment to pitch to someone else. You'll be amazing at pitching. Now, Martin's currently located in the UK, but helps people all around the world. Martin, thanks for being with us today. Hey, Thomas, fantastic. Lovely to be here. So in your LinkedIn profile, you've got crocodile wrestling. <laughs> What's that all about? Well, I am a crocodile wrestler. And okay. this, this is how I introduce myself to catch your attention. Um, and the background is that I have two beautiful four-year-old twin girls. And life with them is like wrestling crocodiles. So from the moment they wake up, and I'm sure everybody listening with children can relate and understand that from the minute they wake up to the moment they go to bed, it is like wrestling crocodiles. That's hmm. <laughs> my intro pitch to make sure that people I have people's attention before I tell them what I do. Okay. Well, I've raised a couple of kids myself, and they were close in age, and I, I can understand that for sure. So we talked before, and you said you uh, spent quite a bit of time uh, living in China, and uh, that's sort of how you got your start at being a startup pitch coach. Can you fill us in about you know the, the timeline here and, and how you sort of got started doing this? Oh, yeah, thanks. I mean, China, I lived, I moved to China in 2004. And originally, I went to go and teach graphic design, which is my uh, university education. 
And then after two years of teaching design, the doors in China at 2004, 2006, 2008 were just opening. And I very quickly found myself uh, working in an advertising company. And I've never worked in advertising before. And within sort of four weeks of working in the advertising company, I came up with an idea. I pitched it to my boss. They said, wow, let's go and pitch it to the client. And all of a sudden, I was launching a car campaign. And I'd never done this before in my life. Uh, I'd obviously worked in uh, creative companies and I pitched ideas, but never to launch a car. And as does happen in China, opportunities snowball because um, there's just a lot of opportunities, a lot of work. And if you're there and, and you show an interest and you're active and you you just get you roll your sleeves up, basically, people offer you opportunities. And then that fast-tracked to a career in more advertising companies, spending a lot of time pitching to advertising, uh, my, my co-workers, my bosses, and then the clients. And then I soon realized that presenting, public speaking, and pitching was an area that a lot of people had a lot of um, challenges. And then that led to working with startups. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I, I, I have no idea, you know, the, the lifestyle and the opportunity China offered uh, back before uh, this whole pandemic mess. But uh, it sounds like you had uh, a, a lot of opportunity over there. And uh, uh, now you're back in the UK. Now, uh, from what I understand, there's uh, different kinds of pitches, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're pitching to each other now. So my answers to your questions are a pitch. I'm, I'm sharing you, sharing with you and the audience stories and ideas and anecdotes from my background. Um, an interview is a pitch. A investor raise is a pitch. B2B is a pitch. Uh, you know, persuading my children not to wear their swimming trunks to school is a pitch. Them asking for more TV after dinner is a pitch. And to me, we're always pitching and it has the sort of image of like TV shows, like investment TV shows, Shark's Tank or Dragon's Den or whatever. They're, they're like you there you see a pitch on TV, but everything's a pitch and it depends how you approach each situation. Right. But so in the small business realm, you know, help us to understand how you sort of, you know, work somebody through that process of, of say, say I'm an author, okay, say I just wrote a book, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a great author, but I just need some help in presentation and giving that pitch to maybe a publisher, okay, um, and, and, I don't know. So maybe there's different lengths of pitches that you can help people craft, right? But there's always that, you know, elevator pitch mode. And then there's, you know, maybe something that's a little different, you know, help, help me to understand the different sort of pitches, say, if I was an author going to a publisher. Absolutely. So often, and I, and I suffer from this myself, you're often as a creator or a business leader or an owner, you're so in the middle of your own storm that it's quite difficult to get a, a an outside bird's eye view. And so I work with people to essentially give them clarity on what they already know, but I come in with a fresh perspective. 
So you say an author's written a book and they've spent years researching their experts, they've done interviews, they've put all their background, they've gone through many drafts and they've got to the end of the finish line and then they're about to go and talk to publishers. They've almost got too much baggage because it's all important. And what I do with the pitch is I help people condense it down to a very simple, engaging, attention-grabbing pitch, whether that's a eight-second pitch, a 30-second pitch, a two-minute pitch, a five-minute pitch. And ultimately, I want anybody I work with to be completely in control of their stories and the context in which they are trying to engage with somebody. And that context is the duration and also the goals that they have. So back to our author example, when an author is meeting a publisher for the first time, they're going to want to pitch the headline and the hook to get the publisher interested, to then start a conversation. If they try and pitch the whole book, the publisher is going to be like, this is too much. So is it easier to maybe, you know, have a, a longer pitch and then to hone it down to that elevator pitch time frame, is it easier to sort of start a little bit longer and then trim it down? How do you sort of work through the different length of pitches though? So uh, what I would normally do, the process I go through with my uh, clients is that we'll have a discovery phase and I'll have, I have like a uh, hundred questions that I cherry pick from that help me understand the, the, all of the history that we need to know and also, a bit like gardening, you need to turn the soil over to make it fresh. So I need to go in and dig into everything that the author knows, for example. And I will then come up with something quite quick and short. And I'll say, is it a bit like this? And it will be quite easy to explain. And when we get sort of a green light on that, I then extend it and then compress it. So it goes short, long, short. And through that process, we have explored it in a way where essentially my job is to take your ideas, make them my ideas, and then make them your ideas again. And because we're going through an exchange, um, I need to make sure that you are super comfortable as we exchange ideas and that you continuously have a stake of ownership in the idea, which is the pit. Wow. So, so there's a real evolution here and, and it's like a partnership here in, in creating that pitch. Absolutely. Good. So what kind of pitches do you think are the hardest ones to give? The hardest ones to give are when you don't know your goals and you're not clear on your audience. So my starting point with everybody I work with is I'm, I always ask them, who are you talking to and what are you trying to achieve? Because from those two starting points, we can then go anywhere you need to in any amount of time that you have. And so one example is literally last night, I finished working with somebody who is tomorrow going to a B2B uh, conference. And because of the pandemic, instead of having a booth where people are milling around and wandering a big hall, it's, it's got very focused where buyers are going to suppliers for 20-minute conversations, and he has 15 pitches in one day, but they're very, he knows who's coming through the door at what time. So instead of having to catch their attention and attract them to his booth, 
he's paid a premium so he can schedule meetings. Um, wow. And so for each, for, so he, he's in the F&B business, so he makes um, cocktails. So he has ready-made cocktails and he has a wonderful brand, a fantastic story. And so we have, throughout the whole process, we haven't called it a pitch, we're calling it a conversation. And my job mm. was to help this business owner strategize the 20 minutes that they have with each buyer and to position the pitch in that 20 minutes so that it feels like a conversation. Well, it is a conversation rather than the buyer walking in and then being hit by a pitch. Right. It's, hey, come and sit down. Would you like a cocktail? Let me ask you questions about your business, your industry, your experiences. Let, let's have a conversation and at a certain point on a script. I'm going to hit me. I'm going to introduce my pitch. But it's within the context of understanding your business. So that has been wow. a super interesting uh, process. And the, the client I've just finished working with, he now has 15 different scripts for his 15 different customers. They're all wow. based off a common strategy, but they have a very bespoke nature so that the buyer is sitting and going, wow, you are talking to me and you're not going to give the same pitch to the next person that comes in because I do catering on an airplane and they do catering in a hotel. Two different things. Mm. So, wow, that's that's really that's really something. It, it's very strategized for sure. So it's not that uh, an investor pitch is harder than a partner pitch. It's 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 just maybe what's hard about it is more of a mindset issue. Exactly. Am I wrong or am I right here? hundred percent mindset. It's like you, you as the person that's going to stand and I call it, so I call a pitch a high value spotlight moment. Now that means that I am in, I am the t attention of the room. I have the, I have the attention of the room. I am the focus and your time as my audience is insanely valuable. So I want something to happen. I want to be persuasive and charismatic and charming and, and make business sense that we want to have a, a relationship together. So my job is to use this moment with you and in an, a really authentic way, make a connection that's built on trust plus business motivations. Now, whether you are talking to an investor, your partner, you're recruiting, you're talking to the media, if you don't know who you're talking to and what it is you want out of it, then it's really hard to structure. And as soon as you do know that, you're, you're like laser focused and you know exactly what it is that you have to do. And then you can be flexible to achieve those goals. And, and I think that uh, like a, a problem that a lot of people face is that they have, as a business owner, they have so many columns financial responsibility, invoicing, inventory, supplying, relationship building, marketing, and pitching is like one column. And they treat it very much as a task. And actually, it's a strategy. And it's a strategy that is kind of, it's got roots, which are connected to your marketing, your vision, your it, it suddenly gets entangled in all the other parts of your business. And people make the mistake of thinking that it's in isolation. Whereas then actually it's like the roots of your business is part of your pitch. Like an integration. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So do you help people with mindset issues? Like if they're struggling with, you know, the how to the confidence? 
Absolutely. So for me, a presentation is broken into three things. The first thing is what you're saying, your content. The second thing is how you're saying it, which is your performance. And the third thing is what visuals do you have to amplify the moment? And so the example of the, the businessman I just finished working with, he at the beginning, he said to me, like, I'm confident. I've spoken in front of people all the time. I don't need help on my performance. I need help on my message. And as we came towards the end, he wanted a little bit of coaching on how to just refine his performance. And it is that concept of you've created a new message and it plays perfectly in your head. But when you speak it to an audience with no play or pause or rewind, you have to get it right. Therefore, your performance hmm. needs to have flow and emotion and confidence so that you're not like, oh, my, I, I, in, oh, you know, like that is not a good performance. That's a, I, I often say we want to go from feeling to flip anxiety to anticipation because anxiety, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen next. Anticipation is like, bring it on because I know I can make this work. And that comes through having a really strong message, well rehearsed, and ultimately just breathing, relaxing, and having fun in the moment with the person in front of you. Hmm. It's a real command presence, right? It's it's the confidence to to take charge and and own the moment, so to speak. Maybe, huh? Hundred percent. So, Martin, can you give us a, a quick example of, of how uh, maybe somebody else uh, you've helped turn it around from uh, maybe lacking uh, a certain level of confidence? Yeah. So what, what I also do is part of part of what I offer is every week we host an event called Pitch Club. And this is an open community for anybody to come and join. And um, basically what we want to do is give people the opportunities to practice. Because you can have the head knowledge, you can read the books, listen to the podcasts, read the articles, you know, do all the do all the information gathering. But until you actually practice, you're never going to get that comfort flow. You're never going to you're never going to be moving the dial from anxiety to anticipation. So pitch club is something that we do on a weekly basis, and it's every Thursday at five thirty p.m. GMT. And what we've had with that recently is some amazing successes where our community members come and we, every, every event we have five three-minute pitches. And the pitch can be on anything you like. And then you get community peer feedback. And there are four sort of feedback loops. And we've had founders, business people, entrepreneurs come to Pitch Club because they know they have a pitch coming up. They've pitched once or twice. They've heard themselves speak out loud to an audience. And the beautiful thing is that there are stakes, but there's no risk. So you have to perform. But if you get it wrong, nothing's going to go, nothing's going to happen long term. And then the people have come and pitched, got the feedback, been able to reflect. And then within a week, gone to a, an event that does have stakes and does have an outcome, pitched and won. And it's obviously not to say that we, Pitch Club, is the only reason that they were successful, but we were part of their success. And so to me, like I have an online course, I have lots of PDF resources on my website, I have lots of content on LinkedIn, I'm working on a book at the moment, but it's balancing that with Pitch Club, which is this in-person event, even though, no, 
online event with other people from all over the world. But it's an amazing, like a motorbike, you rev, you warm up your engine of pitching on at Pitch Club. And then you are in a headspace, a mindset, like you mentioned, and a physical, you've, you've felt the spotlight. And so when you do go and pitch, it's not, you're not doing it for the first time in front of an audience that matters. You've done it once or twice at Pitch Club and you're ready for it. So it's like going from the gym to the arena. Great. That's a great idea, the pitch club. That's, that's a fantastic idea. It, it's, it's, you get to practice your pitch in, in a safe environment, you know, and get some feedback uh, before the real event. That's, that's, that's a great idea. So, Martin, uh, if somebody wanted to contact you and, and work with you to improve their pitch, how would they do that? So I spend all of my social media attention in LinkedIn which is how we met Thomas, you know, uh, LinkedIn is the wonderful place uh, full of support and encouragement and um, professional communities. And so I'm all in LinkedIn and I post every day sketches, articles, videos. And then um, have you guys heard of a, an amazing app called Volley? Yes. Volley. So Volley for me is amazing because we can start conversations without having to schedule Zoom calls. And mm -hmm. it's a bit like back in the day when we used to leave voice messages for people. You'd phone their house, mm -hmm. they weren't in, you'd leave a message. And so now we can do that with video. And so I use Volley for all of my clients, my coaching and my first introductory calls. So people can get my Volley link from my LinkedIn and just send me a message. And so I'm working with a founder who I was at a pitching event. I was a panelist and he was presenting to us. I gave him some feedback and then a month later he contacted me. He said, can you look at my deck? I'd love some, some, you know, a bit of insight. I said, send, I sent him a volley and said, Hey, we're not going to use email. We're not going to have a zoom call. I don't have time for that, but I can give you a volley. So he sent me his pitch deck and then I'm sending him feedback on volley. So that is really the quickest way for everybody to get connected and build momentum. Great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I really enjoy your content on LinkedIn. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's 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 very creative. It's also a little bit entertaining too. It's, it's so informative, entertaining. I, I think you've got the, a great blend of content on LinkedIn. Well, Martin, uh, great to talk to you again, uh, folks. Uh, you know, Martin Barnes, the startup pitch coach. Martin, what's the website address? So my company is called Eight Seconds to Connect .com. And you can get to it. You can get to it with the number eight, the letter S, the number two, the letter C, eight S two C dot com, and that will take you to my website. Um, and then on LinkedIn, if you type in Crocodile Wrestler, I think I'm the only. Okay, all right, Martin. Thanks for being with us today and, and explaining to folks uh, all around the world how they can get some help with their startup pitch. Well, friends, that about wraps it up for this episode. Please click on the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any of these episodes. And don't forget that uh, I have some free resources for you as well at tomclaremont.com slash resources. Um, but also there's a link in the show notes about an ebook of the month club you can join. We'll send a free ebook to your inbox uh, related to the startup process that'll help you get your small business launched and don't forget that uh, if you 
like this podcast, if you're a podcast fan and you want to start your own, uh, I've also got a free ebook for you as well on how you can launch your own uh, podcast, you do it, the do-it-yourself method. There's a link in the show notes for you to get that as well. So folks, as always, I like to end by saying stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.